Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. My name is Logan, and I am here with Coco and Chloe this morning. And today we are going to be talking about overcoming sin struggles. How can we have victory and freedom from our sin struggles, and what does that look like? Coco, you want to start us off? Yeah, I think that um, as we talk about sin, I think one of the biggest tactics of the enemy is to let us believe the lie or to tell us the lie that you are the only person struggling with sin. Mm -hmm. And um, man, when you have that mindset of, oh gosh, I'm the only person, then I think there's some natural things that we do. I think we want to be isolated. We don't want to tell anybody about that because that's a scary thing to confess sin. Um, But the reality is there is overwhelming victory uh, for us through Christ Jesus. And that's what Romans 8 talks about. Um, And so for people who are watching today who are like, man, Either they have this like false pretense that like I'm the only one struggling. Mm -hmm. Like we want to tell you today that like you are not the only one struggling. We know that we live in a broken world and because of that we are sinners, but God can give us victory through confessing our sin Mm -hmm. and uh, letting people in on that. And so, yeah, I think that it is a topic that we need to talk about and we need to just kind of explore a little bit more because uh, we believe that there can be victory for all of us because Mm -hmm. the Bible says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So uh, that that means every person on earth deals with sin. Yeah, absolutely. I um, can kind of go off of that, Coco. I feel like when I was, um, when I first came to Christ and was a younger believer, um, I was like, oh, I don't know that like I struggle with that. Or um, as I got further along in my walk with the Lord, I was like, do like, do I sin? Like I'm not doing something blatant that I felt like I read about when I was younger and mm. hear about. But um, we all have like a sinful nature. Like I as long as we remain on this earth, like we will still battle with sin. Um, and so I think it's so like important to remember that and take mm-hmm. sin seriously. Like we have to battle it every single day um, and bring it to the Lord and confess and repent and just bring that up to the Lord each and every single day. Yeah. And so what we really want you to walk away with is that number one, you're not alone. And number two, you can have victory. And so we're going to kind of talk about a roadmap. How do you overcome the strongholds in your life. And so I want to talk about four things real quick, and then we're going to dive into this and talk about it. But we really can find a roadmap to victory through confession, Mm -hmm. through community, through remembering, and through relying. So we have to confess our sins. And in scripture, you know, 1 John 1, 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive Mm -hmm. ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So the starting point is obviously a recognition that we have a sinful, fleshly desire. And, and I think most of us could say at this point, it's like, hey, w- we get that. You know what I mean? If you're listening, you're probably thinking, hey, I agree with that. Well, First John 1, 9, the verse after that says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that's how we begin a relationship with Christ is through admitting our sin initially. And then when we're walking with Christ, that's just not something we do once. We confess our sin um, because it leads to our sanctification, our holiness, right? And so confession is huge. Community, who you surround yourself with. If you have something you're struggling with, you need to surround yourself with people who can help you. Your community matters. You've got to remember what Christ has done on the cross. I think of Rome Romans 6.11 that says, we must consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus, right? So we're remembering that word. And then we have to rely. You're not going to have victory over your sin without relying on the power of the Holy Spirit. The more you try and clench your fists and just try harder and white knuckle it, 
it's not going to work. We need something more powerful than ourselves, and that's the Holy Spirit living in us as we have a relationship uh, with Christ. And so, Coco, Chloe, as you guys hear that roadmap, um, and we've talked about that, what do you want to add to it? I, I love that we talked about that, um, like, we can have victory in this area. And um, I think it goes back to knowing that, like, Jesus is our mediator between mm-hmm. us and God. And so when we confess our sin, I think, well, number one, we need mm-hmm. to confess our sins to God first and foremost. Yes. I think that's so, so important um, because the word says that we don't have to go to a priest to confess mm-hmm. our sins to be able to be uh, cleansed from that sin. We can immediately, once we do it, we can turn from our sin and we can repent. That means repent means to like turn from our mm-hmm. sin. And so I think knowing that and trying to get in the habit of whenever I sin, whenever I mess up, whether it be small or large, immediately the first thing we should do is go to God and confess mm-hmm. that sin. Um, that means like after we confess our sins, we do get that cleansing from God. But then in James 5 16 we've talked about this a ton on this podcast but it says therefore confess your sins and pray for each other um, so that you may be healed so the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective and so the bible says yes we need to confess our sins to god and jesus christ is our mediator and he can he cleanses us but then when we confess our sins to each other um then we can have freedom and healing and that's what we want um and i think this is such a huge thing we talk about like where do i find these people to confess to because mm-hmm. i think it's important not to just find any like person off the street to be right. like can yeah. i confess something to you really you don't want to just like spew everything to everybody no yeah. you don't want to do that and i think it's so important to have um trusted godly friends who are for you who are committed to you um to be able to confess to and that's a really beautiful thing that we can um, have those relationships and we can say hey i need to confess something to you because i'm really struggling in this area and uh, that provides accountability that Mm -hmm. provides healing and that's how god made us is to live in community so yeah absolutely i was gonna say just that coco like god literally has created us to live in community like you said and so he of course wants us to first come to him and confess these things and have an attitude of turning away from our Mm -hmm. sin and i think when we confess like to god that is restoring like our fellowship with Mm him um but i think it is so important too after that to come to the people in our lives that are trusted who are mature believers who are around us who are going to pray for us and that mm-hmm. who are going to carry that burden with us and say like I'm going to walk and come alongside you mm-hmm. in this area of struggle because um, it is like we have to die to sin every single day to in our life and so when we have our community and our friends coming beside us and um, like I've had this in my life where I've confessed things to my friends or like to a close like group of people and like they've texted me and I said like how is this going like I'm praying for you in that um, and that just has helped me so much and I think there's so much power in sharing with our community our trusted community absolutely and so Coco when you talk about I, I love that confess to God and confess to others like we got to confess to God first and I mean just truthfully even this morning I was taking my kids to school and my daughter was she was having a, a moment and I in return had a moment with her <laughs> Uh, and I had to take a moment, and I was like, okay, God, we, we just pray on the way to school. When we get to the same spot uh, on our drive to school, she's always wanting to pray at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, Nova, let's pray. And I was like, I want to start. And I and I sat there, and I prayed, and I was like, God, hey, I asked for forgiveness mm-hmm. because I, was, I knew that I had been short. I knew that I had wrong. Mm-hmm. I confessed that sin not only in front of her, but to God, most importantly. And then it was Nova's turn to pray. And she told God she was sorry. And I was like, man, 
that that like moment for me was a reminder as I'm heading into this podcast of the importance mm-hmm. of confessing our sin. Mm-hmm. It what it did is it just yeah. diffused the situation. Right. Yeah. When we confess sin, it diffuses the situation mm-hmm. and we take back spiritual ground. And mm-hmm. I would say this in my biggest areas of sin struggle, because guess what? Chloe, you've got sin struggle. Coco, you do. I've got sin struggles. You've got those stronghold things in your life, right? And we see victory. I personally have never had victory over one of those strongholds without confessing that to God, but most importantly, confessing that to other people. My freshman year of college, I was stuck in a sin struggle, and I did not want to share that with anybody. But when I did, I had victory. And that's when I learned, man, being vulnerable is not fun. You feel weak, but that is what you have to do in order to overcome sin is you have to be obedient to God's word. That's, that's what it takes. And uh, I would say this to anyone who's listening, and we've talked about community, right, the people you share with. Mm-hmm. That has changed for me over the years. And I actually recently, over the last year, found myself at a time where I'm like, man, I I am not having good accountability around me of people I share with. So I had to go back to some of my trusted friends and I had to kind of reopen the door of accountability. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that if you're in young adulthood, you're going to go through transition. You've got to continue to maintain that community yeah. to who you, who you can confess to. I want to ask this question. When you're in the rut, uh, Chloe, Coco, when we're, we're stuck and we feel, what is like your, your natural response to that? Like, how do you, where do you find yourself feeling or what is your natural response when you do feel like, man, I'm stuck in the rut right here? Yeah, I feel like when I feel that way, I'm just like, I don't want to spend time with God. My time, will, my time with God looks different. Like, I feel like I find myself snoozing my alarm a million times because I'm like, Mm, I'm just not having it. Like I'm not going to wake up and do that. And I feel like that's one of my biggest things when I'm in a rut and like I have um, unconfessed sin is like it affects my time with God so much. Mm -hmm. And I notice that so evidently. Um, And so I think it takes that moment of coming to God and being like just a simple God help me. Like Mm -hmm. I am clearly struggling right now. And sometimes I don't know exactly like what to say, but God, this is what I'm struggling with. I need your help. I want to spend time with you. I don't want to stay stuck in this sin pattern, like help me. Um, and so I feel like every time I pray that simple prayer of help, Mm -hmm. God always comes through and he gives me, um, the energy to wake up and spend time with Mm -hmm. him. And I feel like the moment that I like fight my flesh to Mm -hmm. sleep in or something like that, I read that morning or I journal and I spend sweet time with God and it's like so, so sweet. And I'm like, how did I ever not want to do this and spend time with him? Um, and so I think that that is my biggest thing when I'm in a rut of sin and I haven't mm-hmm. confessed it to God or confessed it to the people around me. It, it affects my time with him. Mm. That's good. And I feel like sometimes when I feel like I'm in a rut, I'm like, God, is there any unconfessed sin in me? Like, I love that in Psalms, I'm like, will you point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life? And um, when I pray that, sometimes I'm like, God, is there anything? Like, will you show me? And then sometimes he, like, is clear of, like, you had a bad attitude towards that person or Mm -hmm. you have been holding this in or unforgiveness or whatever it may be. And I think sometimes when I think of sin, I think of, like, outward sin Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, big sins that we talk about, but all of them are big sins yeah, to God. Right. He is holy and he can't even, he can't have sin in his presence. And so any sin is a big sin. And so, um, you know, I, yeah, I have to really look in my heart and take inventory of, you know, okay, when that person comes by, am I having like bitterness towards them mm-hmm. or am I ha- holding on to these things that I shouldn't be? And that's what I'm like, whoa, 
okay, Lord, forgive me. And, and it's really sweet whenever we can confess that to God and we know that there's freedom. And sometimes I have to remind myself, like I have confessed this to God, Mm -hmm. God, this is what your word says, right? That you've cleansed me from all unrighteousness. And I don't have to hold on to that. Like, oh gosh, like, did he really forgive me? Cause that was a big deal. Like, no, like God's word is true. And I have to like repeat those words to me that, um, to myself that if you confess with your mouth, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And Mm -hmm. so, and then when I get to confess that to, um, another person in my life, then it's like so sweet to be like, okay, Hey, this is what I'm going through. And, um, that helps me so much to number one, they're like, you're not alone. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. And then number two, they're like, okay, no, we can move forward and I'm going to, and we're going to help each other to keep each other accountable. We're on that first John uh, chapter one grind, so we'll just continue it. Uh, I love verse five. It says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light Mm -hmm. and in him is no darkness at all. So even that sin that you think is a little tiny sin, that can become a huge deal. Those, you know, and it's like, oh, we think of the big ones, you know, but it's like, man, those tiny little sins that eat at us day after day, those will put you in a rut and you have to pay attention to that. I think for me, my response is I'm kind of an emo kid. So for me, whenever I... Uh, I'm an emotional person, so I'm very emotion-driven, and so when I am in the rut, I am down. Like, people around me can see it. Like, people who know me well, they can see whenever I'm going through something, and I think in those moments, what it feels uh, like for me is that I can't do anything right. I'm totally down on myself. I'm so negative towards myself, negative towards the situation around me. I can't believe what I've done, and I kind of just get in this mode of despair, and it's, I have to, I, I'm always amazed at when I get back in the word, the way that it encourages me, because we don't always want to believe the promises of God. Like, I'm like, okay, I know First John 1, 9, but it's like, God, are you really going to forgive me? Like, are you really going to make me righteous? Because that doesn't even seem possible right now. Um, but his word is true, and he has the power uh, to do that. And so that's where I find myself sometimes. I don't know if anyone out there can relate to kind of the despair that you feel, but it's like, I don't want to stay, I, we can't stay there, you know, and we can't isolate ourselves or stay in despair, either one. That reminds me of um, Psalm 32, three through five, when David is like talking about his sin and I'm going to read it because I feel like this really uh, goes with this topic of uh, confessing but it says when I refused to confess my sin my body wasted away and I groaned Mm. all day long day and night your hand of discipline was heavy on me my strength was evaporated like water in the summer heat finally I confessed all my sin to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt I said to myself I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me and all my guilt was gone Mm. and I think Logan what you're talking about like a feeling that like heaviness like we feel that like our emotions and our sin like makes us literally like physically not okay yeah and it like really just says that in the text of like okay like I was literally wasting away my body was wasting away but when we confess sin we're good like we can start fresh and mm-hmm. my little brother James has down syndrome. He's 26 years old and he is awesome. Um but you know anytime we have something going on, he he will be upset with me or whatever we got in a fight. I don't know what it may be. Mm-hmm. Um but what's so cool is he will come to me and he'll say, uh, "Coco, I'm sorry." And I I'll say, "James, I forgive you. I love you, buddy." And he says and he just breathes out and he says, fresh brother, sister again. (laughs) And I'm like, bro, we never were not brother and sister, but I love that because that is such a example of like this verse. I feel like of like, okay, I can, I can take a deep breath 
we're fresh, we're good mm-hmm. again. And um, that is just such a, a clear picture of, to me, like the gospel of how we can be forgiven of sin and we can be fresh in the sight of Jesus. And uh, and and through that, like it's just there's so much victory and hope and, and peace because of that. Yeah, I think a big thing to notice through all this is that the enemy like wants us to feel all those things. Like we yeah. have an enemy that's on this earth that is prowling around like a lion, like scripture says, and he wants us to feel that like heavy weight. He wants mm-hmm. us to feel down. He wants us to not spend time with our savior because he knows who God is. Yeah. Like he knows what Jesus did on the cross for us. And so, um, I think that like, that is the reason, like he's the reason that we like struggle um, and want it like stay, he wants us to stay in these dark places. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that is a reason even more that we have to fight every single day, like every moment to like the enemy's not going to win, like he mm-hmm. has not won. And so we have to fight against that. Yeah. And I think something I think of kind of as we're, we're wrapping up here is two things mm-hmm. to the person who's out there and they're like, well, you don't know me. You don't know my struggle. You don't know what I've done. Or I've listened, I've heard this before and I'm still struggling. Don't like... God has the power to free you from the bondage of your sin. Scripture promises it. We've seen it in our lives. That's why you got to be around other people who have had those strongholds Mm -hmm. broken. Mm -hmm. God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful, and he has the power to destroy the strongholds Mm -hmm. in your life. Unlike anything else can, there's no amount of self-help, whatever else. We need the power of God working in us to give us the desire to do what he wants Mm -hmm. us to do, and he will. He is powerful enough to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing I would say on this topic is, your sin is serious, mm-hmm. and you don't want to take the sin you're struggling with right now into your next season. Mm-hmm. Whether your next season is a job mm-hmm. or a relationship or a family or whatever it is, you do not want to take your sin into the next season. So take it seriously now mm-hmm. and approach it with like, man, I have got to get rid of this. God, help me and, and relying on your community. And uh, that's what we want. We're all in this journey together in this process of trying to become more like Christ. And uh, the, the beautiful thing is, is that uh, God's word is true and he promises us we can have victory. And so we can lean into that. And so it's our prayer. It's our hope that this has been an encouragement to you and that you will see victory over the sin in your life. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Open Mic.